would be kind of cool to give your child a name and then be like, oh, but the first letter is silent. <laughs> right. That would be So it's funny. like, my child's name is Rob, but then everyone calls him Ob. And he's like, why would you do that to me, mom? And I was like, I don't know, because I fucking hate you. guys, I'm Val Benson. Welcome to another episode of Too Tired to Be Crazy. Today, my guest is Amanda Hirsch. 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 Okay, it does not spell like Hirsch. What does it spell like? Hirsch. Oh my God, Violet, I can't with you. <laughs> I especially can't with you because she comes on my podcast. You guys go listen to it, me plugging. I didn't let you finish my promo, but I'm just saying. And then you in my podcast, you said something to me like you should research your guests. And then I had my end of year meeting with Dear Media, my network, and they're amazing and everything was great. And they're like, just like one thing, research the guest. And they brought up that you said it on the thing. So it's like when your friend gets you in trouble at school. But here you are, can't fucking say my last name. To my defense, I normally cannot say most people's name, last names. And it's because I'm from Israel. Don't play the immigrant card with me. Okay, v. let me introduce you so then okay, I can go, say go the again, Israeli. Go again, Hirsch, Hirsch. Today, my special guest is Amanda Hirsch. She is the podcast host of Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. She's also known for her Not Skinny But Not Fat Instagram. Basically, her podcast and her Instagram are the home for everything pop culture, celebrity gossip, and reality TV. She's also Noah's mom, celeb enthusiast, and a competitive Gemini. Last but not least, she's Israeli. Did you guys know that? That was good. That was good. I know. I gave you a better intro than you gave me. What? I'm kidding. I'm fucking with you. I also went on a podcast last week. So definitely everyone check it out when you finish listening to this episode. Make sure to go on her podcast and listen to last week's episode with me. It was really good. Really funny. And now we're kind of catching up from last week's episode. We had like such... I mean, we have really good chemistry. I feel like we just bounce off each other with like sarcasm. Yeah, it might be like a too much though for people. Do you think? You know what it is? It's because we're both foreign like we're both Israeli and Israelis were very straightforward and that's why it's so easy with you and I like there's certain people that it's not as easy in the beginning but bouncing back and forth because they're like that girl's a bitch is she serious but with us you're like being sarcastic with each other so we get it well a you are a bitch okay <laughs> gone okay cool thank you and b yeah I know what you mean like that people here my whole life because I'm also Israeli and I grew up there like I was considered not like weird but like a lot of people didn't get me and I feel like until I entered this world and it's like wow she's like real and whatever but like in high school I feel like not everyone got me I felt like a lot to a lot of people do you get what I'm saying it's like whoa calm down I still feel like a lot to a lot of people but now I just don't care I feel like when you hit a certain age when you hit 30 you're just like I do not care but that is also a problem like I'm because I'm Israeli or foreign or whatever or also like now I hit 30 I'm so honest that sometimes I think it's hard for people to to understand it like when I was recently around a couple of my friends and one of them I was just like okay this conversation is boring me like that's what I think in my brain like I will just tune out or I'll walk away or if a person disappoints me 
at this point, I'd be like, what's the point to be their friend? So I just don't care to continue this friendship, you know? But then other people are like, wait, what? Who does this? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, life is so short. If I don't want to do this, I'm not going to do this. That's funny because I, whenever I do hashtag I'm a loser cameos for 30 year olds, I always say the same thing because I mean it. When I turned 30, a lot of my friends that call me to wish me happy birthday said, how do you feel about turning 30? And I legit thought about it. I was like, let me think about that. And I was like, wow, I feel really good about it because I felt exactly what you said. I felt like I knew myself better. I felt like I was more whole with myself. And I'll give this example. Like, you know how when you're younger, you'll like drink what everyone's drinking. Yeah. If everyone's drinking like a vodka cranberry. I drink so many vodka cranberries and I didn't like vodka cranberries. I hate vodka and I used to drink so much vodka. Today, I will never drink vodka. Like I will never. So I'm saying I feel like that's one of the things that comes with age. You say no to things that you don't like. You don't do things because everyone's doing them. You do what you want, how you want it. And I feel like that's such a better vibe than being younger and going with stupid shit. You're right. Like my listeners are like, oh, she's so real. Or if people don't know me, they're like, something about her rubs me the wrong way. She's too (laughs) honest. And it's like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do at this point? Not honest enough, too honest. How do you know that people are saying that about you though? A, it's either sometimes one time I went on Reddit and I was like, okay, never again. Sometimes, you know, people will tag their friend on like one of my pictures and they'll be like, she's so annoying, Elouan. I'm like, dude, you couldn't just DM that to your friend. Like it takes five seconds to just DM that to your friend. I didn't have to see this. (laughs) Like, thanks. That's so funny. I just saw you this week. Um, You posted something. What did someone DM you? Oh, that they're unfollowing me. The dumbest fucking shit ever. Somebody was like, this isn't an airport. Like, you don't have to announce your departure. That's so fucking true. But like, then you have to stop and think, who are these people that think that they should? Well, people? my response was really, I would say, classy because I'm just like who I am (laughs) no but like I loved it you have to be in a different type of state of mind in my opinion in your brain when you go out of your way to be like you know what today's the day I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna choose violence against this stranger that I've never met in my life and I'm gonna let them know what I think I'm gonna go ahead DM them write a whole essay about why I think they're a terrible person and then I'm gonna unfollow it's like no you're obviously going through something and you're projecting whatever you're going through onto this stranger and you assume that that will make you feel better or like, oh, I'm going to get rid of this problem. Like I was never the problem. The problem is inside and I hope you take care of it. Now, I feel like when you first start growing on social media, whatever, it can hurt a little more. But I think when you are in a better headspace, like it depends. I have, if I have a bad day and someone says something mean to me, like I can go off, I can get upset, I can really hurt my feelings. But if you're feeling good about yourself, feedback like that is not, especially when it's not feedback, when it's criticism and about things that you know you're not, it's not going to hurt you. And if anything, you're like, oh shit, okay, you're hurting. Are you okay so I feel like for me that's kind of when I where I come from when I actually do respond to somebody that's being mean to me and I know it probably throws them off I know it has nothing to do with me like if you need to unfollow me for your mental health I am 100% with you like you should totally unfollow me but do I think it mentally makes sense for you to message a stranger to tell them that you think they suck no that makes no sense imagine if like you're walking the street and someone comes up to you and you're like by the way your shirt is so fucking ugly You'd be like, what? That was so unnecessary. <laughs> like, why would you say that? <laughs> like, no one would do that. Talk about you behind your back like a normal person. And then no one gets hurt. Yeah. Like when they tag their friend on one of my stuff and they'll be like, she sucks. <laughs> it's like, dude, can we just go back to the normal life where you just talk shit about me behind my back, please? <laughs> like, yeah, Amanda's really good with pop culture and celebrity stuff. So I kind of first wanted to dive into that. But it's like not really my thing. I don't really keep up with celebrity stuff. I find it kind of boring. 
going. Plus, I'm like friends with a lot of them. So then I feel okay. Weird. Okay. Okay. <laughs> relax. I decided I was going to try a bit of pop culture since that's your bread and butter that you called boring. So for me, <laughs> that reminds me of like uh, my friend is still dating this guy and he was like giving her a pep talk about like where this is going. And he was like, listen, I just think you like need a lot. Like you're kind of needy. And she's like, oh, okay. And he goes, wait, let me finish. You're too needy for me. For someone else, you probably wouldn't be as needy. And I was like, oh my God, that's worse. <laughs> I feel like I just did the same thing to you. I was like, pop culture is boring just for me. Nothing personal. <laughs> so basically I showered for you. You're welcome. Thank you. I got out of the shower, water dripping. My titties are hanging low. There's literally, there's deers that live in my backyard. The deers were just staring at me and my titties and my nipples just like hanging low with the water dripping. And, I'm, and I opened my laptop and I Googled top celebrity gossip. <laughs> oh my God. What'd you get? What were your hits? A few yeah. shocking things. One, Halsey's pregnant and A-Rod is cheating. <laughs> oh my God. For sure. I've obviously mutual people, but this is so funny. You're so cute. Yeah. Halsey is pregnant. I think she announced probably a week ago at this point. Two weeks when the podcast comes out. She tagged the BBDD on her belly. Like in the Instagram picture. First of all, the fact that like everyone is literally pregnant right now on purpose while I'm taking birth control at 32 without anyone even sleeping with me. It doesn't sit right with me and I don't appreciate that part. And I'm kind of low-key jealous. It's really hard to watch everyone else live the life you want to live. I thought she was still dating that guy from American Horror Stories. You guys, it was so cute. She looked at her notes right now and squinted. <laughs> but that was a good, you like knew who the guy was. So Evan Peters dated... Emma Roberts, they had a really like violent relationship. There was like some assault. It was tumultuous. And she's now with Garrett Hudland. If you don't know who that is, Google him. He's super, super hot. And they just had a baby. Oh, she, yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, I follow her. She's so cute. She was the cutest pregnant lady. She was so cute. Oh, my God. You're right. Everyone's having a baby. I remember I would say all the time during quarantine, like everyone's having a baby. Everyone's having a baby. And then people that were like kind of going through fertility issues were, were like, can you not say that everyone's having a baby? Want to be sensitive? to those people but yeah and Halsey specifically I would think it looked by all the information I gathered like it was okay it happened by mistake but she's young and rich and famous that's what I thought but Halsey wanted to because she had to freeze her eggs because she has endometriosis wow she had to do in vitro and all that to get pregnant so oh. it was a very planned pregnancy who is olive iden that's her man no he's not he's like a screenwriter love that that's love how you know they're going to last okay anyway in my opinion for entertainers like the marriages that always end really fast just how they start really hot the marriages that do last are the ones that if there's one celebrity or one entertainer or one really outgoing person the outgoing person has to marry a boring person like that's my opinion when it works like you can't be two wild people because then the relationship is too hot and they're going to kill each other or end up in jail and two boring people they're probably going to like cheat on each other or i don't know have the most boring vanilla sex if they even have sex you need one crazy person and one boring person and that's what lasts because you guys kind of like mix each other up so that's why like knowing the halsey now is with the person that's behind the scenes it just makes sense like i can see it working i agree i told you last time when people tell me like do you have a podcast with your husband i'm like he won't talk yeah and i was like do you want radio silence i mean he's not boring but i completely agree with what you're saying like you need 
balance. You need someone to not answer you, but not because they're keeping it inside and they're going to murder you in your sleep, but because they don't care to answer you because they're quiet, because they're indifferent, because they don't care. You want the like, actually don't care. No, she's crazy. Lover. Let her scream at a wall. Well, I don't like to use the word crazy. I hate using the word crazy for women. I feel like at this point, like you breathe the wrong way and the man's like, you know, you're just so crazy. Like the way you're breathing is so crazy and that's what we can't be together. So I don't like to use the word crazy. I prefer like passionate. You're so funny, Violet. Violet was on my podcast and I was living vicariously through her uh, sliding into DMs, which I'm sure we'll get to later. But she read to me and I was just watching how your brain works and how you flirt and talk to people. First of all, I haven't flirted in so many years. Like I don't remember how. Right. Probably I'd be so good at it because I like don't care now. Right. So I'd be like cooler. No, it'd be hard for you if you're trying to flirt now because you'll say things like, so what's the 411? Like, (laughs) what's where's the where's the cool hangout spot? And you'll be like blocked. I feel like you'll just be like, let's talk about celeb pop culture. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) No, seeing how your brain works and and your response. Because I'm very analytical. But you you tell the person you're not only in your head analytical, you're outwardly analytical, which is the funny part. Yeah. Yeah, super fun. Really great to be me. I overthink everything and then I overthink my overthinking thoughts. It's great. I wish I could be like more chill up there, but I'm not. It is what it is, you know? Speaking of Halsey being pregnant, I wanted to be a part of pop culture. I ended up writing a little fun game for us. Oh. I am literally so E right now, right? Uh, Yeah. Totes. Do you think Halsey's going to give her baby a crazy name like all of the celebrities like Carrot or Pen? With the middle name Demic. Do you think she's going to give a crazy name? Wouldn't it be so cool if because she's so cool, she would do the opposite and name him like Ben? I doubt it. I'm holding out for the first celebrity to prove us wrong. You know what I mean? To name their baby something like Michelle. Well, don't hold your breath because you'll die. So here's the game. So in honor of her baby, I wrote down this whole game for us. And it's basically called, is this a celebrity's baby name or not? So I'm going to give you real names and fake names. And you and the listeners will get to kind of figure out and play if it's a real name or a fake name. Okay? Okay, but I'll probably know. Okay, but maybe you won't. Make it fun. (laughs) Okay, fine. I'll try. I'll pretend. Tuesday. No. It's Beck's child. Stop! That's a good one. Blue Moon. Not. Correct. Maple. It is. Really? Who's? I don't know. I'm guessing. It's Jason Batman. Bateman? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know anyone's name. <laughs> okay, next. Cricket. Yes. Who's? Busy, Busy Phillips? Yeah. Sage Moon Blood. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sylvester Stallone's kid. No. Yeah. Violet, this is such a good game. I know. I wrote it. Window. No. It's not a celebrity's name, but two babies in the 1950s were named Window. Oh my God. That didn't catch on. Um, next, Torquoise. Mm, no. Correct. Next, Culture. Yes. With a K. <laughs> I know it, it's a Cardi B's baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, Apple. Gwyneth Paltrow. Correct. Huckleberry. I don't know, but I, th- I, I feel like it is. It's a Bear Grylls child. <laughs> Moon. Yeah, seems like chill enough. Frank Zappa, yellow. No. Correct. Next, Uranus. <laughs> no. Okay, correct. Next, hashtag. No. It's not a celebrity's name, but in 2010, somebody <laughs> named their baby, hashtag. Uh, I'm dying. 
Weren't these fun? Such a good game. Also, you're random, but this, very good. Loved it. Research is everything. It's Mm -hmm. my thing. I feel like you passed. You did a really good job. And you kind of, you like, you knew most of the celebrity names. Well, you should have done, do you know Kim Kardashian's latest baby's name? Northwest. No, babe, that's her first babe. It's Psalm. Psalm? Psalm. Maybe it's short for something. No, babe. You know how um, Bachelor contestants and like Lordy people write P-S-A-L-M in their bios and it's like a thing from the Bible. It's called a Psalm. Oh, my bad. So his name is that, but the P is silent. That's interesting. Like that would be kind of cool to give your child a name and then be like, oh, but the first letter is silent. (laughs) Right. So it's like my child's name is Rob, but then everyone calls him Ob because I'm like, the R is silent. And he's like, why would you do that to me, mom? And I was like, I don't know, because I fucking hate you. I regret having you. Okay, there. I said it. Okay, so now we're going to dive into The Bachelor. Obviously, when you guys are going to listen to this, we missed one episode of The Bachelor. So it's everything from the previous week. Let's start with the fact that Victoria, I know I called her Vanessa before when we're talking privately, but I know her name. Victoria is finally off the show. What are your thoughts on that? Listen, it's a tricky situation because she's being called a bully so I don't want to condone bullying right but I thought she had hilarious moments hilarious moments that made this snooze fest of a season less snoozy that is so true she did kind of make the show but also I was like I know some people react to me like is she serious but then she took it to another level and I'd be like is she serious like some of the things she'll say I'm like it has to be for as a joke did you see the scene of him sending her home and things that she said yes that I died that was so funny that was so good she was like I am a joy and I am a good friend and I am loyal and everyone loves me she was like naming all these things that like aren't true about her and it was just hilarious and she was like you're gonna regret this I mean yeah it was like a very like I feel like (laughs) she thought it would be really prideful and a part of me is kind of like okay I think if we she was likable on the show and she would have done that everyone would be like yes go off bitch but I think because she's not like a boy everyone was like are you serious she was very divisive because we didn't like her and then she kind of won us over when she was like had that episode where she was just being funny and it wasn't borderline bully like when she was telling Sarah like no one likes you like everyone was kind of down with it which I thought was like pee in my pants like could watch that over and over she took it far but also I was talking about this today with my sister I was like, yes, I get the bullying and I'm not condoning it. But I also think we're like overly sensitive a little bit because every season we have this shit. So it's not new. Every season there's a girl that tells a girl and then like the girl that everyone doesn't like in the house and that goes to the lead and tells the lead about it. Like it's not a new part of the format. Yeah. It always happens. You were saying that you think she's a paid actor. So I feel like it was either that or she walked in and she was like, OK, I'm going to do what I need to do. Like maybe she's actually smarter than all of us. And she played all of us. And she's like, I'm I'm going to do what I need to do to get my show time and I'm going to get the following and I'm going to get the attention before I get kicked off. Because she kind of knew like there's so many other girls there. How are you going to stand out? So she was like, OK, I'm going to be the bully and they're going to have no other choice but to keep me around at least for a while. And that's kind of what she did. And she wrote on that. I have to believe that because there's no way she believed half of the things she said. Like, there's no way. Well, first of all, I didn't. It wasn't me that she had said she's a paid actress because they don't pay anybody. So that wouldn't happen. Obviously, it could happen the producers would be like Victoria like you should say this they probably got the vibe that she could like act a little bit 
it and like be funny. Yeah. But listen, you could tell Matt wasn't into her. He, the hugs he gave her is the hug like your uncle gives you. Right. But I mean, if you base off his body language at this point, it felt like he wasn't to anyone because he keeps his eyes open when he kisses people. So then why, why would he do that? (laughs) I have like nightmares from that. So he said, we talked about this, that like everyone was kind of dissing his kissing, which I feel bad for because you wouldn't want to be like kiss shamed. I really like staring at kisses. So did you see in the last episode or two episodes ago? I don't know where he did kiss Kit with some tongue. She slid a little tongue in. Kit is the really adorable 21 year old that's a fashion person. Yeah, she's Cynthia Rowley's daughter. Everyone thought she was going to first be like the bully and people I think were trying to hate on her in the first episode because she's so confident and I knew right away I was like great people are going to hate on her because she's a confident 21 year old. But it's funny how like Victoria came in and was like I'm going to take the show and I'm going to be the bully and Kit was like all right go off and now like Kit is like one of the likable characters. I literally posted I I did a recap and I was like, wait, kid is actually cute. Adorable. But she slid some tongue in and that was the first tongue I saw this season, which like I can't imagine hooking up on camera, right? And being natural. So I don't want to like judge too much, but none of the relationships chemistry wise seem so hot and bothered to me. Well, I mean, you have to understand they actually only spend like an hour out of a week with The Bachelor in reality. So they can't have that much of a connection. They have to be engaged by the end of the show after spending maybe seven hours all to like overall together. <laughs> like, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. But you're right about Victoria, for sure. In the end, remember when she was leaving, she was like, they're going to like have the worst time now that I'm gone. I was like, wait, were you not watching with us? Like, are you like you were there? Like, you should know. That's not what they experienced. Wait, did you see that I posted? I don't know if this was when this was, but someone caught that she was on a million dollar listing like as an extra. Like walking in a home, an $11 million home, which like we all know Queen Victoria cannot afford. So that brings up some questions. So she just wanted to be famous. But then again, like, are we really going to, are people really going to attack her for that? Isn't that what everyone else is on the show for? Yeah. I'm sorry, but like when a 20 year old goes on that show, she's really looking to get pregnant or is she looking for like a Sasha Nova brand deal? Yeah. No, I mean, there's no pretending anymore. It's useless. So basically Kit is in the running, top running. And then that other girl, what's, what's her name? Well, there's Michelle who seems legit because she has an Instagram of like your aunt, like a legit chill, non-influencer Instagram, which makes her believable. Oh, he really likes Rachel Kirkconnell. That's Rachel. Right. And now everyone, people are coming, attacking her, saying she's like racist or whatever. Right. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Rachel? Okay, I'm going to put aside the TikToks that are saying she's racist and all that. I agree. Yeah, let's put that away. What do you think of her thoughts based on the show? Because I'm blonde, dark haired damsels do it for me. Like the fact that her hair is dark. I love her look. I think her look is so pretty. So I think she's gorgeous. But I have to say, I think she's playing the role. I think she read the hand book on how to get the lead to fall in love with you. You say you're like insecure a little bit and you never owned expensive things and you don't think you deserve him. Come the fuck on. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. Like I try to understand because I feel like because I'm such a strong person, 
I think sometimes I view women like that and I do get envious in a sense of like, wow, I wish I could be like that because it, it is like in the one-on-one handbook of getting a man in the 1950s. It literally <laughs> says like, be a damsel in distress. Oh my God, how do I like, what do I do after I inhale? And he's like, exhale. And she's like, babe, I don't know what I would do without you. And he's like, wow, she needs me. And like, I, I understand that. I literally feel like I, at one point, as I've gotten older, I've softened, quote unquote, my edges to not be so independent because I do understand like men do like to feel needed. So part of me looks at it and it's kind of envious. Like I wish I could be more like that. But the other part of me is like, is it real? Because I can't relate, but I do wonder the whole thing of like, I'm so insecure. Like, I just feel like you're out of my league. It's like, you have a mirror. Violet, you are so on point right now. I mean, I got a lot of messages when I posted what I just told you, like, but you can't like be really hot and be insecure. Of course you can be hot and insecure. Again, I think, could I eat her up with a spoon? I could eat her up with a spoon, which is what Matt is doing, right? He's loving it. Like you said, he's like gorgeous, yum, insecure and thinks she doesn't deserve me. Yum. He fucking loves it. Do I believe it? It feels like she read the handbook of how to win a guy like to do that, which is so sad. It's so sad that you have to pretend. Well, I think it's the type of man that you're also attracting. Like, it's okay if you are the type of woman and that's the type of man you're also attracting. Like, I don't think we should put down just because like we're stronger women. So then we want a man that's okay with us being more strong. Yes, you found that type of man that's okay with that. And just like, I'll find the type of man that's okay with me being more strong. So I don't have to pretend, but who knows? Maybe that's literally how she was raised. And that is how she is, where she feels the need to kind of like be the little baby and like say, me and then she's she found a man that was also into that there's nothing wrong with that in a way that makes them a match because he wants to save someone and she wants to be saved it's really hard i feel like with american guys that's why i always knew i'll end up with an israeli just because the vibe with american guys always felt like that like when i was in college it was all these like white boys that played the guitar wanted girls to be like you play the guitar oh my god like play me john mayer you know and i'd be like take your stupid but as a guitar out of my face you're disgusting and then I'd be like why don't they like me you know <laughs> and in Israel it's like guys are much I don't know how it works they're just a little bit more confident and they can handle a feisty gal listen Violet there's a plane ticket to Israel if we need to ship you off we'll, we'll ship you off it, it does feel like a cultural thing like I feel like even me who's really confident felt the need to kind of soften my edges to better understand how to be <laughs> quote unquote a little more feminine even though I am feminine and you should never do that but like I feel that even with my father like we have a better relationship now but even when um when I first moved into my house my first instinct is just to build everything myself to just do everything myself I've gotten used to being so independent and I remember my dad kept wanting to come over and like build stuff like put things together for me or like hang the pictures and I was like why I can just hire someone I can do myself my dad was like so disappointed and we don't like full-on communicate like feelings and stuff but I I, I couldn't understand the more I was doing research in general about like emotions men women to better understand you know why we think the way we do men think I looked at my dad and it kind of hit me like oh wow it doesn't even change like it's not just dating it's like a man's instinct to save the woman so even my father his instinct is to try to quote unquote save him me because I'm his female daughter's youngest and he wants to help so that's when I realized like okay so then suddenly instead of hang a picture that I was just gonna pay for this guy that was already hanging other pictures like hey dad can you come over and hang this picture and he was like so excited and he brought his tools and he hung the pictures like what else can I do for you and I was like literally I feel like I was watching that and I was kind of learning like huh so this is men (laughs) 
I totally get what you're saying. And that's totally what Rachel was doing. That's what I believe. So are we hating on her because she kind of figured it out how to get a man like Matt? Or are we hating on her because in the end of the day, she's doing what a lot of women do to score that rich man. But babe, first of all, I don't know if Matt's like such a catch yet, but I think that she's doing what she has to do to win, right? Because there's two parts of The Bachelor. There's actually getting the guy, but there's winning, which puts you on air for the most amount of time, getting the most amount of fame. Listen, if she didn't have this like racist stuff come up, which like, again, I don't know how much validity it has or not, but I think she would be a front runner for Instagram. Girls love like those pretty girl, like whatever that I'm sure shopped at TJ Maxx and only bought shoes for $39. Oh, right. Because I was reading somewhere. She said, I've never had shoes over $40. Yeah, because he took her on a date of like shopping and then he brought her Louboutins and then she was like, oh my God, like I've never had shoes and above like four. So again, that's like the no money. Meanwhile, I got sent that she grew up with a lot of money. Like her family has a pool in the backyard. So listen, I don't like getting into that nitty gritty. It could have also been like a way of speech, but then I'm trying to think like, I wouldn't say that. And I don't have Louboutins, but I know that my Adidas costs like $140. I felt like I was watching Cinderella. I felt like it was like a scene from a movie and she's like spinning. She's like, it's amazing. And he's like, babe, you can have whatever you want because obviously the bachelor's paying for it. So he's like, yeah, take whatever you want. Like you want more? Like I got you. And it's like, he's not even paying for this. So thank the bachelor. Thank you, Matt. Oh my God, Matt. Thank you. I do have a thought about the bachelor, like with all honesty. So they search so much to finally have a black bachelor, which I didn't even realize he's the first bachelor because I was never really fully watching it. So it's like, okay, great. He's half black, half white. On his Instagram, never has had a non-white girl. So they finally get that black bachelor and then they want to pretend as if he's going to end up with a contestant that's not white. And that's actually one thing that pisses me off in general with The Bachelor. Just be honest. Like, in my opinion, it's like, stop putting then all these like intelligent, amazing women who are not white on these shows. You're obviously asking The Bachelor to leave them on a little longer, knowing damn well he's these bachelors. Oh, I've never dated a non-white girl. They're never going to pick these other girls. And every time they do it, and it's like, it's not going to be any different with Matt. Right now I saw on his Instagram, he's posting like his dates are only with other black women to kind of show. But it's like, okay, who do you think he's going to end up with? Well, I get what you're saying. I haven't done the research about choosing. Uh, Every bachelor has only dated white women. They're always <laughs> super Christian, by the way. At this point, it keeps getting more and more Christian where it's like, let's pray and let's talk about God for whatever reason. Then they keep a non-white girl for a little longer. And in my head, I'm just like, I don't even watch the show to be like, really? Really? You think Tamari's going to wake up and he's gonna be like, you know what? Today I'm going to bring like you're lying. That's so funny that you said that about the Jewish thing. First of all, where are the Jews at? Second of all, the first episode, I'm like watching the show and then he comes in. He's like, so thank you all for coming. The only thing, you know, I could really say is let's all hold hands and dear Heavenly Father. And I was like so weirded out because I was like, what if I was a bachelorette? And I and I posted this. I was like, imagine I was a bachelorette and I was like, OK, guys, what's up? Let's all hold hands. It would be so 
awkward. I get it. I saw a lot of people got offended by that. And I can't relate because I do love God. And I, I love like God from all different religions. So if someone did that with me, like I've been to churches before, even though I'm Jewish. So that actually I would find it attractive because I like anyone that just believes in God. So really I, you would be, find it attractive because that's a little. No, I actually liked it. And then I felt silly because everyone else was like, I saw on Twitter, people were saying they're making it too religious. Or some people were like, what if you're no, not it's Christian? It's a Christian dating show. It's yeah. a Christian dating show. No, but for me, it wouldn't weird me out just because I'm Jewish. I love to be, get involved. Like if any, like sometimes I've been around people who are not Jewish and they'll be like, can we pray really quick? And I'll be like, and I feel so respectful <laughs> and I'm so excited. They want to include me and be like, yeah, and we close our eyes and we say the prayer to Jesus. And I'm cool with Violet, it. Violet, you're such a funny person. I can't. <laughs> I'm just happy other people like like God the way I do. No, of course it's okay to be lordy, okay? Justin Bieber it up. God is obsessed with you, Justin Bieber says. Okay, just speaking you. of Justin Bieber, actually, let's dive into the last thing that has to do with pop culture, which is apparently a really big thing. I don't know if everyone's keeping up with it because I feel like I don't see it anywhere, but you've talked about it. The whole army thing with him being a cannibal is that still going well i think like we've understood and deciphered that he's not a cannibal he's more into like bdsm snm and he took it too far and to like places where he broke like the code and stuff yeah can you explain to people who are not keeping up with pop culture because you know there's a pandemic going on and it was like election all that so for people that are not keeping up with that part of the world it's army hammer what happened so first of all, people need this kind of shit because of the pandemic and the election for escapism. But also, I mean, with him, it's more than just entertainment because it's awful. But basically what happened is he got divorced like at the end of 2020. He got divorced from Elizabeth Chambers. Chambers. Yeah. Then it started coming out this like account. This woman made an account. She started saying that Army Hammer basically assaulted her. They did have like a BDSM SNM relationship. But and again, I'm not a pro at that. I don't really get it. So I don't get what crossing the line is. It has to do with consent. It has to do with safe words. It has to do with him not respecting that. And it has to do with him using his power as a white, rich man to control young girls and make them do things that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise and taking it too far with physical kind of violence. So he blurred the line of like, okay, SNM choking, but like choke you till you what you get what I'm saying like or to have signs all like uh, marks all over your neck or so I think it's just like a really complicated thing and that's why it's not getting too much of mainstream coverage because people don't know how to decipher it since there is kinky stuff going on where did the cannibalism come in because he would write to these women like I want to take out your ribs and grill them and eat them and your flesh and your beating heart and so he watched Twilight a little too long and like, call me Edward. I'm going to suck all your blood. Yeah, too much. And it's so crazy because his whole Instagram is like he's obsessed with meat and knives. And then like we find out he gets turned on by talking about cannibal stuff. In addition to getting turned on by everything that makes the woman his slave, basically. Wow. Okay. And then it also came out that even though he was he got the divorce from Elizabeth, that he was also cheating on her with multiple women. And that also came to light. 
And then those women, it came to light that they were saying about the cannibalism and all the texts and all that. But we were talking about how, in my opinion, like, especially with a lot of celebrities, like when you are like super attractive, super rich, you just have everything, you start to get bored. And that's why I think a lot of those people at the top, they have weird kinks because they're just like, they're so bored and they don't know what else to go to take it from here. And I think that's kind of what happened to him. It feels like, I don't know if you already came from a rich family, but regardless, like, yeah, he's a handsome dude, good looking, lots of money, cool movies. Every woman wants him. And he's like, I'm bored. I want to eat your leg. Let me have it. <laughs> First of all, Violet, he comes from a very, very rich family, like oil tycoon money and also a fucked up family. His aunt, Casey Hammer, wrote a book kind of writing about the history of the family and how everyone was fucked up. Everyone was fucked up and how she like escaped being fucked up. So personally, it's hard for me to relate to that stuff because it's like when I moved to the US, like I was poor and I was hanging out with a bunch of friends who were rich because I was trying to manifest to be rich when I got older. And I remember when I would hang out with these super, super rich kids, like, yes, maybe they'll never see their parents or whatever. But it was like, it was like this whole thing of like, I'm so rich. I'm so young and beautiful. I'm like, I'm bored. I'm going to do a ton of drugs. And then half of them like right. end up in rehab and all that. And I get that. Like I try to sympathize, but another part of me is kind of like, you literally have everything and you take it for granted because you're so fucking bored because you have so much money when I would hang out with these kids like I never got around drugs or anything like that because in my head I would be like I felt so guilty it was like oh my god if I die my parents would be so mad at me because <laughs> they moved me to America for the American dream and like they would kill me so I still stayed away like it was in front of me like like literally I remember when I was 16 we would go clubbing every night to La Deux and every night I would sneak out and we would go clubbing like Paris Hilton's always there oh and then we would go to the, this one guy's house who was like in his 40s fucking my 16 year old friends which ba back then you don't even realize it's wrong he owns a fashion brand and he is one of those people that should be part of me too but unfortunately a lot of people are scared of him he's literally the worst fucking person and I would never work with him because he even tried to go there with me as when I got older because he didn't remember that when I was 16 he was fucking all my friends um, anyway I don't want to get into it these are the men that these girls would hang out with and I got exposed to everyone's doing coke all the time doing drugs fucking each other I wasn't having sex. I wasn't doing drugs. And I felt like kind of like Dan from Gossip Girl. I felt like the outsider that's friends with all these. Their parents had like private plans and all that. And I got to see that firsthand. But the way they would take their lives so for granted, it was always in a way in the back of my head, mind blowing to me. And for me, like I always tried to work hard. And I feel like I always had to like work really hard to get anywhere that I that I am right now because I also didn't have those connections. And these people, like everything's handed to them and they still take it so for granted. So that's why it's like, I'm not even surprised with this guy like army hammer it makes sense like he even comes from a rich family then he has his connections help him become an actor so now he's famous he's good looking he's rich he'd even need the money and now he's like what's next let me eat a heart it's so true Again, like, honestly, you can be kinky, you can be into whatever you want to be into, but there's a line and he crossed the line. The girl Paige, his ex, she said it really well because she was like, I should have realized that because I guess like rape fantasy is like a thing for him and some other people. And I guess in some BDSM things, it's like OK to have that fantasy. I can't relate, but I mean, it's a really highly searched term on porn sites. So it's not like when people want to shame other people for doing that at the end of the day it's highly searched just like kitty porn is highly searched so as much as people want to pretend like it's not happening it is kitty porn and rape things like that yeah 
That's fucking awful. I don't want to even know that. But he would take it to the extreme of like, I want to break your bones. Like, again, things that Paige Lorenz, his ex, was saying, like, I should have probably known that, like, someone who says that kind of shit, like, maybe is dangerous a little bit. Right. But she was like, he's dangerous, like, Gray from that one movie. What's his name? Christian Gray. Right. So it's like, he's so hot. He speaks so eloquently. He's so smart, you know? And that's why listening to, to Paige speak about him, it's like... I could totally get in her mindset of you're so looking up to this person. He's so hot. He's so successful. He's so handsome. And he's telling you this is what he wants to do. So you do it. Yeah. And then you probably you end up feeling guilty when you're not able to give him those things because then he goes and cheats on you. And like, no matter how disgusting it is in the back of your head as that person's wife, you're going to think like, shit, I'm not good enough for this person. Like, I, I can't offer him what he wanted. That's why he went and cheated on me. Like, you know what I mean? It can really mess with your head. You feel like maybe there's something wrong with me that I'm not into this. I wonder. I really wonder if she didn't see that side of him at all. And, and they were having like missionary sex. And then he was off doing this weird shit and at home he pretended to be this like wholesome person that is a lot of the case with when it comes to like kinky things or fetishes like that people feel too embarrassed and the reason they end up cheating is because you get to be a whole other person and that's where the excitement also comes in it's based on research when i've done before for a cheating episode but like a part of it could also be like even if she was down with those things it it felt different when you're cheating because you're doing something secretive so it's already exciting and then you're a completely different person then you can come back to your regular life as a regular person with your wife so it's like two different worlds and like especially he's an actor so he already gets to constantly play like different roles so maybe he takes that home with him now and he's like yearning to play someone else for a day and now he gets to do that well he's being super destructive now and by all the recent things like he obviously doesn't give a shit he obviously like is spiraling he's obviously like doing drugs posting weird shit to his finsta he's still dming people which like stop using your instagram <laughs> right like, pro tip Stop using your fucking real Instagram. Like all of his, the messages that were exposed were from his verified account. But that's what you're saying. He wants probably the rush of getting caught too. Yes. Sometimes people in general want to get caught. That is another rush. Not to mention, he said he comes from like a tycoon family. That means like he doesn't even need to be an actor to make money. He's good. So he's probably like, I'm bored. I'm like, let's just fuck shit up. And like, he probably never learned consequences. Listen, I don't think he's going to go to jail, but like his career is probably ruined. But you know what? Maybe he doesn't give a shit about that either, because like you said, he has money. So maybe he doesn't care. Listen, I wonder where this is going to go, because is his career ruined? A white, male, good-looking celebrity? Is his career really that ruined? You know what I just posted? Because people are coming out against Marilyn Manson now. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, I did on Twitter. Evan Rachel Wood said that they dated, but she accused him of abusing her. Okay. And immediately, people believed her. People stood with her. Obviously, you you guys are going to see where I'm getting with this. Then his label comes out, says they're dropping him. Movies say they're dropping him. With ARMY, he had a project with J-Lo coming up and it didn't come out movie dropping army it said army exits film with j-lo as if it was up to him so they gave him the power to look good at least i'm sure they fucking dropped him but at least like in the settlement whatever they decided his pr like they let it sound better whereas with marilyn manson it was like caa dropped him record label buy like this whatever but again there is that other piece with army that 
that's different because of the BDSM stuff and because people don't know how to treat it. It sounds like he comes from a billionaire family. At the end of the day, like, I don't think people want to open their eyes, but billionaires own the country, they own the world. So they don't have to know consequences because they'll never have to deal with it. And this just showcases like a very spoiled, beautiful man who just will never have to learn consequences. And even now he should feel bad, but he doesn't give a fuck. And is he going to keep choking women who are going to be okay with it? Probably. He's not going to stop tomorrow. Yeah. While this was all going on, he fucking put up him in the hotel room, like butt cheeks of a woman that were super red, probably because he spanked the fucking living shit out of her. He doesn't give a fuck. Right. I guess. But it is confusing because I'm looking more at the cheating part versus you're just, you're talking more of the BDSM stuff. But yeah, you're right. Oh, but babe, the... no one cares about the cheating. OK, because that's like small, small pennies. You know what I mean? The reason I mentioned when you said Justin Bieber, I was like, we'll get to that. OK, so I said this on her podcast on that episode which you guys are going to listen after this is over is that I'm into conspiracies. It's also a Scorpio thing. (laughs) But like, I believe that every conspiracy, there's some truth to it. From being around certain people, reading about it, watching documentaries and knowing a lot of these really people like in the top, I believe that there's some truth to the conspiracy that happens to be around celebrities, the 1% of celebrities or the top celebrities that are involved in sacrificing, in devil worshiping, in cannibalism and all that stuff. And I know it sounds crazy, but like literally the documentaries that they take down, if you watch them, a lot of celebrities like Nicki Minaj, every time she does an interview, Every other interview, you'll see she'll say, I just want to thank the devil for getting me here and things like that. Lady Gaga says it. All the most top celebrities mention the devil, mention things like that. Or Chrissy Teigen before made some joke how she would eat a baby if it like would help her with this and this and this. It's shit that normal people would not say. But it's like celebrities say some weird effing shit that a lot of times we don't notice. And then also there was a documentary and it even shows there is this one woman that's part of a cult, a devil worshiping cult. She's known for it. And then you get to see her in so many pictures with so many different celebrities from parties that she throws to parties that they're throwing. She's always there. And you suddenly keep seeing this person in every party with Beyonce, Jay-Z, with that guy who died, Jeffrey Epstein. He knew so much of all these people. It's not just celebrities, the top percent, one top one percent of politicians too. Jeffrey Epstein, he literally was doing all that shit with the devil worshiper in his island, all that stuff. He had like all the papers. That's why he got murdered in jail because that one top percent, you just can't fuck with them and army in my opinion is part of it which makes sense with the cannibalism stuff so to us i feel like it sounds crazy but in my opinion there's a lot of stuff that's really weird that's happening also the pizza gate that everyone's like don't promote it blah blah like i believe there's some truth to pizza gate in my opinion children are involved in this whole conspiracy stuff there's like a lot of weird shit and children are very pure and that's why sometimes you want to be around them in my opinion justin bieber was molested when he was younger when he got into this industry by some bad people and that's why he went all mental in his brain mm. and was out of control and then he found God which is always very makes sense you find God and you f- finally become at peace with what you've been through which by the mm. way there's a high percentage of people in entertainment who have been molested and I can talk about it because I'm part of that percentage so it's like it's weirdly normal that you end up being like needing attention or whatever and you become a part of it so now he's like Justin Bieber is into God and all that and then there's a whole conspiracy behind the video Yummy and people say that he's literally like begging for people to open their eyes and see what was really happening and in yummy they say that the video 
is really weird. It has to do with all the parties that used to happen when he was younger, when he got involved in. And it's like all these adults having fun, eating the grossest food. The children's are the ones working, playing, serving, all that, because the children are always like a part of it. And then there's a birthday cake and it says yummy on it. And on the birthday cake is a baby picture of Justin Bieber, which obviously is very inappropriate to say yummy to a picture of a baby. In my opinion, that's like the whole point. And I feel like he's trying to show like there was weird shit happening. Like, I don't know. It's a whole obviously conspiracy so far ahead. But I genuinely believe there's always some truth to these things. And we'll never know because we'll never be part of this 1%. But I believe it's there. 1% of celebrities, the 1% of billionaires, the 1% of politicians, they do some weird fucking shit. I, with that, I can agree. Celebrities and all you said about money, 100%. Justin Bieber being molested. Don't know if that is true, but I agree that he probably went through some really, really dark shit that we don't know. I mean, some people think it was like heavy drug addiction like maybe heroin that's part of it but normally you get into the drugs because of other things but you know what at the end of the day to all of violet's listeners this just shows you like don't dream of just like being famous you yeah. know what i mean like obviously if you have a dream to be a singer entertainer like follow your heart i'm not saying but i'm saying the people that think that it's so shiny and so amazing if it hasn't hit you that it's not then like open your eyes because i genuinely feel so bad for so many of these people and they would literally tomorrow be like i'll take it all back to like not have the pain and you're right they a lot of them go through a lot of fucking troubling deep shit because of all the fame and because of all the money and it's sad and not many of them keep afloat this got dark you got dark sorry i got dark but also i am friends with a lot of like top celebrities and like it's not my place to like say but like some of these people who have been gone through trouble like their childhood is like insane like what they've gone through or like their managers are asian shit that they've done to them is insane like I got to be around certain some of these people so it's like I don't I do believe there's some truth to the things that I say because and I also got to experience a lot of things when I even started daddy issues so seeing things that I had to experience like going through it with like sexual harassment things like that and I'm not even famous enough compared to these other celebrities like what they've gone through is like literally insane and I look at that insane. person I'll be like now I understand why you are the way you are so there's so yeah. much we don't actually know so that's why I always feel bad like when you see a celebrity struggling or committing suicide and people are like wow you had all this money how could you be depressed how could you be depressed if you're so pretty or you have all this money and it's like you don't actually know what happens behind closed doors the agents and the managers could be handing drugs to that celebrity to keep them happy or to keep their mouth shut or maybe the managers and celebrities are being too strict or maybe you're being put in situations by your parents like i have some friends that were put situation by their parents as child actors but they literally got molested because of their parents the stories that you end up hearing from this like actual entertainment industry is disgusting Wild. you know that's why you also always see those things like when I was younger and I would see a child actor getting emancipated and suing their parents I never understood it I was like that's so crazy but then when I became kind of part of this industry and friends with these people to find out what some of those parents did to their, their kids I was like okay wow you should have done that sooner it's insane I literally obviously have to keep my mouth shut but it's wild it's wild and I feel like I got so heated and passionate talking about this it's a lot to think about but I think what people should really understand whatever conspiracy you want to believe the top the really famous people they got fucked I think the really famous people it comes with a price and I think that's where my conspiracy theories come from like the 1% even look at Lady Gaga like a lot of these famous people they appear out of nowhere and then suddenly they're like really famous and you're like wait where did that come from and I'm telling you it's a deal 
deal with the devil. Like, I believe it. But maybe I'm like a God person and that's why. Violet, I can't. I can't with you. But like one day, no one knew who Lady Gaga was. The next day. You're right. Look, driver license. A few weeks ago, no one really knew about this girl. Yeah, she was on that show. I forget. But like no one heard. And then out of nowhere, in two days, driver license. Everyone kept talking about nonstop driver license. Number one on Spotify. Surpassed Taylor Swift, who's been an artist for years. Everyone's talking about driver license. I start listening to it. So I don't know if there's like some voodoo shit behind that song, but I can't stop listening to it. I feel like I'm a 17 year old crying outside my boyfriend's house every time I listen to that song. I'm going through a heartbreak over and over again. But like (sighs) that girl out of nowhere is now one of the most talked about people. So what are you saying? Deal with the devil? No, not her, but maybe her managers or whatever. Like sometimes it is kind of interesting to me how some of these people like out of nowhere. That's the thing. I can relate to you saying like interesting to you. Not saying devil with her, but I'm just saying like, no, you're right. I remember. Oh my God. I won't forget when I like first heard of like poker face or something. Yeah. It's out of nowhere. Like, Oh, who's Lady Gaga? But we'll never know the, the, I guess, inner workings. Yeah. But I kind of enjoyed like talking about this because it's not something I ever really talk about. And I got so passionate about it. Like, I don't know if it's my Adderall or in general, I'm just passionate about like (laughs) conspiracy theories, but obviously I really believe everything I was saying. Take it with a grain of salt. It's a podcast (laughs) that you're listening to. Like, don't take my word for all of it. It's my opinion. No, like sometimes on this podcast, like I give my opinion about dating and then I get DMs like, oh my God, I have to listen to your podcast. I dumped my boyfriend. I'm like, oh my God, like that was my opinion. I just want to make sure that you were just actually in a bad relationship and that's why you left. Not because I was like, dump him and you were like, bet, okay. So take it with a large heaping teaspoonful of salt. I do love the fact that you said about everyone listening, this is the sometimes the price you pay to be rich, to be famous. Like I feel like that is kind of an eye opener. And I think even to me, I don't think I realized how much of an eye opener it is. But now I'm remembering when I was like younger and poor and I wanted to be so rich and I would hang out around these people and like literally 15, 16, we're out at these clubs with older men and it would be these people there and they would just have boxes of drugs. There was like every drug available to you and I still haven't even drank and I remember it was like everything was just so available to you and those people were just rich. They weren't even the famous ones. (laughs) It's insane, you guys. Live your humble lives and like be hashtag grateful for what you have because somewhere Britney Spears is dealing with whatever she's dealing with wishing she had your normal ass life. Yeah, exactly. That is another great example. Justin Bieber, Britney Spears, it's like... Who isn't? It would be easier to say who maybe Hillary Duff like came out of it. Okay. You know what I mean? It would be easier to go through those child stars, especially like you were saying, like it would be easier to name the ones that are like seem kind of balanced today. Hillary Duff, Ashley Tisdale. I'm friends with Ashley and she's like super normal. And like she had a normal childhood mostly. But child actors, usually it's like not great, but she's fine. Those two are fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Those two are wow I really actually like I didn't think I was gonna have so much to say about all this pop culture and then because I had like so many other questions I literally thought like the pop culture would just be like two seconds I won't be able to relate and then I was like full-on like <laughs> devil worshiping Victoria's an actor <laughs> Yeah, she got into it. And now I want to ask you other questions. I want to ask you about parenting. But how about this? Like, I'll leave a few questions before we finish this podcast. And you'll obviously have to come back and I'll have to come back on your podcast. But one thing, do you have any advice for new mothers? 
Yes, I would say don't follow lots of different baby accounts because as with everything else, the comparative nature that we have as people is horrible. You're doing good. And I hate this sentence because everyone says it when your mom is like, you got this mama, which like everyone calls you mama. And you're like, don't call me mama. For me, like all these accounts that are like my baby sleeping seven to seven or like my baby does this. My You start feeling like you're doing something wrong. So like do what you're going to do. Your baby's going to turn out fine. You know, we were all raised before all this like shit, you know, Violet was raised in like Russia somewhere. Yeah. She was probably given water instead of breast milk. No, I'm just kidding. And I actually do have a Russian friend like that. Her mom gave her water. I was not breastfed. You're correct. Go on. But my point is she survived. She's super smart. All a baby really needs is unconditional fucking love. And I believe that with everything that I have. And it goes back to what we're talking about. Like all kids need is like your fucking love. I know it was overwhelming for me to like follow all these pages about like motherhood. So I'm just doing my thing and I know that I'm the best. So like you got this mama. That's my advice for new moms. That's actually true because my sister just had her second child and she's still working full time while also starting a new business on the side while also being a full-time mother, which is like, you know, she just so invincible, but our father really taught us to like work so hard. So I think my sister and I are both like very strong people, but I think she also sometimes gets discouraged when she opens and it's like the pregnant influencers or the ones with the children. Then they're like fully makeup, super skinny right away after. Even my sister would be like, she hasn't lost her baby weight yet. Sometimes she struggles to relate to that. So yeah, like I, I agree with you because it's not all real. Anything you see on social media is not real in general. But so you don't know if like that person has like a, a night nurse, three other babysitters. You don't know any of the information. People also say different things. They'll say my baby slept through the night. Did he wake up? Did you feel? So don't look at yourself and like I said, don't compare yourself to other people in anything but also in, in that. What was it like to be full quarantine with your husband and a baby? You're saying it as if I'm not anymore more I'm like still in that mode so what is that like from the beginning till now like did you want to kill your husband at one point like oh yeah yeah but not because of quarantine I think because after you have a baby I think you hate your husband for a little bit just because he made you go through that (laughs) that's so funny my mom told me that she obviously eventually loved my dad that's love but she said like I didn't know love love until I had a child and like she said like you will find new love it's going to be a different type of love that you're going to experience when you have kids and it's like no other type of love like that is a problem like your husband will never even be able to experience it you will always then put your child first like is that true like when you when you had a baby right away you were like I love you so differently not right away you know when I see these posts like celebrities they'll like post from the hospital being like I've never felt more in love I'm like you literally just shot the baby out you barely know the guy you just met him (laughs) you're so needy (laughs) but those are the kinds of things too that people can feel like wait I didn't feel that way but but yes eventually like now that I know my baby for six months yeah you can't compare you didn't give birth to your husband you can't feel the same way that you do about them than you do about this you know thing that you made in your belly so I think that can also cause like when maybe the husband or partner feels like the second place and they once felt like the most important well actually that's uh like there's a percentage of cheating that happens right after the mother which by the way sucks it's like dude I just put this thing out of my my vagina I ripped all the way up to down to my butthole and now you have the audacity to like go and cheat on me because I didn't give you enough attention like why don't you get a baby through your butthole like are you serious right now and it's legit Violet you said something very important it's legit your butthole okay great looking forward to that 
but no violet speaking of i have to go feed him i love you and we'll totally do this okay again. well thank you so much for coming on this was amazing and congrats on noah being noah's mother that is the one number one thing and by the way thank you also for admitting the fact because i didn't even realize yeah my mom already put these dreams in my head about like how much that love i would have for a baby so thank you for normalizing the fact that if you are first confused when you see your child like that's normal like i do like that yeah where can people find you? Not skinny, but not fat on Instagram and my podcast. Yeah. Amazing. Is there anything you feel like I didn't ask you? No, you literally asked me a lot of things. Yay. Did you enjoy this episode? <laughs> I really, really did. And I honestly wish I could keep talking to you for hours. And I'm sorry that I have to go. I have a cat to feed. You have a child to feed. I relate. I can relate to this. <laughs> Another thing. I'm sorry to all the motherfucking moms that I was like, I get it. I have a dog before I had a baby because no, it is not the same. And let me tell you, I'm sorry for all the days I was like, I get it because my dog. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not at all. Fine. Thank you so much for coming on. You guys don't forget to check out her podcast, her Instagram, not skinny, but not fat. And also the episode that we had together last week. And uh, DM her if you have any questions, make sure to follow her. Make sure to su subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. I love you guys. And I will see you next week. Bye.